Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey, it's Herbert. And you're listening to the About Last Night podcast, you slippery little son of a bitch. Good to see you. Have we begun? (laughs) Have we begun? That was such a proper way to speak. (laughs) And you're throwing me off. Although it did sound very, I am balls deep in the Handsmaid's Tale? Handsmaid's in... Handmaid's handmaid's Tale. In their tale. It's, yeah, okay. By the way, I could have just taken four and a half seconds to think about who the main characters are in the show and you know whose story, whose tale is being told? The Handmaids, and then put it together. But look, I, I, I I've been smoking know, too much pot in this quarantine. Show. What's that? I know nothing of that show. Oh, I, I'm not even positive I know what a handmaid is. By the way, you said that like you like you were fucking fired off the show two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> like, handmaid's Tale. I know nothing of the sort. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even. I, I don't. I've never even heard of the show. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's one of those suck in. It's a real fucked up. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of, uh, it's basically a whole new world. Uh, not the Aladdin one you're thinking of where there's, you know, monkeys stealing beefaroni and stuff. There's also, I've never seen Aladdin, but continue. Okay. Our guest has been Sal Volcano. Uh, (laughs) check him out online. He's got stuff all over the internet, but I said it, uh, last podcast. If we get another guest who's never seen the Disney classic, uh, where they ride a carpet up into the skies and make love uh, in front of the moon, then guess what? <laughs> you know, say it with me, uh, studio audience, you're out of here. All right, we'll edit in some. We'll edit in an audience. Uh, no, that's uh, that's fine. Look, I just watched The Godfather per my dad's request. He goes, if okay. I die, he goes before the vaccine comes out. He goes, and you haven't seen The Godfather, he's like, I'm gonna be so pissed. I go, well, you'll be dead, but. Uh, but, but no, but I, yeah, it's, uh, I've never seen Godfather three, but I did this week get Disney plus. Wow. Free advertisement. And well, I should really be pushing HBO max, but (laughs) is that where uh, jokers are living? Yeah. Dude, that's amazing. Uh, is, uh, is, is it, uh, is HBO max and Disney plus are those like, the new kids on the block. Well, you had your Netflix and Hulu. Then along came Amazon Prime. Mm. Really right? shook then, the then game up. Like, what? Really shook the game up, Amazon Prime. Because everyone, yeah. and I'll just speak for myself, I was like, well, this well, is Well, you usually- said everyone. You said everyone, and we heard this. So. <laughs> speak for everyone. <laughs> Fine. Okay. Everyone thought when Amazon <laughs> Prime started getting the uh, programming uh, business, I was like, hey, man, this is where I get my Apple Jacks and my dildo cream. And now <laughs> you're trying to push 
uh, Billy Bob Thornton on me <laughs> and John Krasinski, and I'm like, hey, man, I've gotten my Krasinski fill already. Billy Bob, I've always got room at the table for, but, you know, give me a couple trailers first before you just go, boom, five ninety nine to watch more of Billy Bob. But Disney Plus, from the get-go, seemed like the one to me that ha- was going to have no problem. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, Amazon Prime came in, and I said the same thing, I got to reconcile... This and but then all of a sudden they had good programming. I think it's all I about know. the programming. It is, it really is. It's it's. Go ahead. And that, no, I was gonna say HBO Max came out. I I don't know. It, it, I don't get the whole business model anymore. They <laughs> broke down cable and dismantled it. Yep. And now we just have to buy every single station individually, well, and then we have to subscribe to seven different places and pay seven different bills. And then we have to go to seven different places to watch things. Is it becoming more convenient or less convenient? This is what I'm asking you and the studio audience. <laughs> it, um, guys, what do you think? <laughs> One at a time. But uh, <laughs> what is this? The Price is Right. Um, one guy. You hear one you, guy. I edited one guy on going. Right, I right? thought it was. Fuck this show. What's that? You were on the Price is Right, right? Oh, was as a yes, as a uh, stone. I, I it's, was. It's you were on it for real as a as a contestant. No, I don't know. I mean, on it. I mean, on it. I I'm say on it because I saw myself in the audience. I was like, yes, but I was in the audience. So was I, and then I was on the stage because the pot brownie had kicked in just at the right time to give me that little bit of confidence boost to when your friend goes rush the stage during the showcase showdown. You go okay, and uh, and that's what it was. My sophomore year. This whole story is is on YouTube, but. It, yes. um, yeah, I mean, it was group from my fraternity. We got drunk and super, very high. And, you know, they're supposed to take, if you go with a group of 20 or more, one person from your group to make it to contestants row. And this was a million dollar show. It was primetime prices, right? We'd never seen Bob Barker past noon. It's 8.30. You got, you got Barker? Oh, dude, I was, I did the robot oh, behind Bob Drew Barker. Carey. Yeah, dude. I mean, it was, that's like... I don't know what what you equate that to. That's like going to Wolfgang Puck and you get like his stepson who's like like Mike <laughs> Mike Puck. <laughs> and he did comes you, out. Baby, did you get um did you get tackled by like Secret Service? Dude, I should have. I literally am sitting on the end. It's this big uh, 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 big black dude named Darone and this tiny he's the guy's probably six five and a tiny little old lady named Ethel, she's maybe in her late seventies. Just two complete opposites, yeah. and uh, and uh, and just, they had such a good, funny banter during the showcase showdown. And he wins. Darone wins. My buddy pushes me out of uh, my chair into the aisle because I was sitting on the end, and he just goes go. And it was one of those things where I ran down the aisle. Still took a moment to like do my come on down dance because like yeah. you're running down the aisle. I don't care if it's to get to the stage to cause a scene. You still got to do wait, your. Wait, I need clarification. Oh yeah. Were you called? No. <laughs> no way, man. Not even close. In my no, head. Did you say? Did you save your name tag? I wish, man, because that's. I saved mine. Oh, of course you did, dude. That's yeah. like, I mean, there's ticket stubs. I wish I, I'd saved. Yeah. I've saved things now from like you know shows and movies and stuff, but like that is. 
especially from that day. I pr- I mean, fuck, dude. It probably I probably kept the hoodie for a couple weeks, then it got covered in cum, and then I probably threw it away. But um, yeah, like hoodies I, do. Yeah, but so wait, so, so you college rushed, hoodies. And, and then what happened? Do you ruin the segment? What did so, Bob say? Segment. What did Bob say? Wait, was Rod Roddy alive? Oh yeah. So baby. many questions. Rod Roddy was like, "Whoa, this guy! Hey, somebody get somebody tackle that Jew!" Sorry, was that? Real loud. Yeah, I, I'm paraphrasing. I forget what he said, but it was very anti-Semitic. Rest in peace, Roddy. But uh, um, no, he uh, I get up, I run down the aisle and there's a security guard at the top of the stage that you can't see on TV. And all she does is look at me and go, hey, hey, where are you going? And I was like, uh, that's my best friend. That's all I needed to say, Sal. And she just goes, all right, cool. And I just ran past her. And then ran towards the guy and his friends who were all on the opposite side of the studio. So they run on stage. I'm rubbing his head. I sat in the Escalade at one point and fucking steered the wheel. You have to be kidding me. Oh, yeah. And then I just stood with his group of friends. And they were all... He was so pumped because it was a primetime show. So he went an Escalade, a boat, a trip. I think two trips. Escalade. Dude, the opening prizes... I mean, you're lucky if you get past a Sebring on that show. (laughs) The opening... I think you want a, a... pony the opening prize is like a dinette set and like it's like oh this table and chairs and you know here's a oh take a look at this window you know it was just like shit that like a new like a window cover you know like shit you're like i think that's good i don't fucking you know hold on to your drawers it's a love seat (laughs) with extra cushions yeah so it was stuff that uh it, but these prizes out of the gate were like cars in the first in the first when you're a contestant's row. Oh, because it, it was sweeps week or something. They were doing prime time. Prime time was eight thirty at night. So the, it was yes. it was the million dollar spectacular is what they called it. And so uh, anyway, how man, did you even get tickets to this? I don't. I mean, dude, just a twenty, uh, you know, horny frat dudes from USC. I I don't know. I think one of the guys. One of the guys might have been interning for CBS and and hooked it up, but uh, wow. yeah, because people were driving from all over. We met people in line that were like, "We came all the way from Topeka, Kansas." Just, I just yeah. love Bob Barker. I'd do just about just about anything to get on that show. And they interview people when you're in line to see, you know, everyone. You get one question. I, like, yes. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. What was your question? No, I forget what they asked me, but I will tell you, it was when I was out in LA visiting, you know, you know, when I was there a couple times a year, I get out there. And so I went with a, a bunch of people as well. Two of the people you would know, uh, Steve Byrne was with me and yes. Dom Herrera. Yes. What was so funny about that is Great they group. sat us in like the fourth row center. Uh-huh. And then in the middle of the show, true Carey is like doing it and then just spots Dom Herrera and he goes, Hi, Dom Herrera. <laughs> and then Dom's like, hey, Drew. And he goes, what are you doing here? And Dom goes, I'm here for the prices, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. In such a sarcastic Dom yeah, yeah, way. Of like, and then we dumb, just dumb? Yeah. On. yeah, what are you doing here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's so great. That The wait for the show, the anticipation, is uh, they do it right. I would assume it's on par with like a Friends taping or uh, – you know, Oprah at the height of Oprah. Um, they do it like a nightclub, dude. Like when you when you drive by the CBS building, there's just like 300 people online outside. You're like, oh, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. It's like, a, people it's win- like a, are people winning prizes in there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, it is. It, that's smart. Keeping anytime you can create that line atmosphere, uh, people are always going to be you know intrigued about how they can participate. Um, there's, uh, did you guys bring snacks? 
We we didn't smuggle any snacks in. I I thought some, as some usual the, the studio looks smaller in person than it does on television. Oh yeah, which is kind of a bummer. It was a little bit of a bummer, but we did really get into the like just yelling out we we weren't supposed to and starting chants in the audience and stuff. <laughs> and like and amongst the chaos, yeah. I would slip in like I would shout obscenities amongst the chaos. So when people are just like, you know, one dollar, one dollar, I was like, pull your head out of your ass. I was like yelling <laughs> shit like that. Well, you know, <laughs> we, were booing, we were booing people. And then they, they caught on and they had this camera that would scan the audience all the time for those like shots in and out of commercial and things like that. And they caught on that we were being like those types. And so I remember, I remember seeing them, the stage manager, give the camera guy a signal, and then they would get, and when they right when they get to us, the red light would go off, and they would come back on once they passed us. <laughs> Dude, that's, a, I mean, that's the move. By the way, it's almost like when they mic up, uh, you know, football, basketball players, and you can hear some of the yeah. true things that are being said. It's like, yeah, they've got to have selective mics where they're like, all right, there's a couple of guys in the corner that are loose cannons, <laughs> like one of them knows Drew, <clears throat> so let's make sure we. Uh, <laughs> we hit that drop button every time it gets to them because yeah, like screaming, there's so much chaos. People don't realize people are losing. Like when our guy from our group got to contestants row, I mean, you had you 20 stoned Jews just being like 1175. <laughs> like we're going nuts. Cause we're just like, he's got to win. And then he got $1 uh, by some, I mean, she must've just been, four foot eight i don't know why her size is imperative but she <laughs> she did like a slow turn back at us and was just like and we were all like and then she turned back to bob and she was like one dollar bob and uh i actually just, do a whole bit on the price i do a bit i uh on, on family feud and the price is right you know you know me i'm known for my edgy material and uh <laughs> dude <laughs> no, but i i go in hard i rant on this too I, one of the things the thing i hate more is I don't like the $1 as it stands, right? Yeah. Like you, you're using a cop-out. Bid on the price. You know, I, I'm just like, you could do that, but you're not a real G if you get up on a dollar for me. People think that they take pride in getting up on the dollar. They're like, oh, these morons didn't realize $1. <laughs> but I'm just like, just have a little self-respect. I know. And just guess what the goddamn washer-dryer combination is. Yeah. But I, I'll tell you what I hate more. Sorry if you didn't grow up in a house that had both, but guess what? Yeah. Think about your friends that had both. And go. I wonder, you know, how what that costs. We can all guess prices. So you're right. The one dollar is it's like a mulligan, but it's a it's an unfair. You know, it's worse. One dollar is bad enough. Here's what I hate. This is what I hate. And I get up and I, I want to fight this person from my home. <laughs> when someone goes six hundred, and then the next person goes six oh one. Oh, nothing I'm makes like, me. Fuck you. Fuck you, dude. Six oh one. Fuck you with your six oh one. That's who lazy. Raised you? Who raised you? Fozzie Bear, as my mom used to say. Six oh one. Six oh one. Six thirty five. Let the woman have her washer dryer combination. Yeah, guess what? You didn't get six. You she was she got called down before you. That's not your fault. But you have cool. control over separating yourself from the person that's literally like copying it's like when when the teacher called on somebody, they're like, "What's the capital of Florida?" And someone raised their hand, and they go, uh, "And they, she goes, yes, Austin." And he goes, "Tallahassee." And then right as he's finishing saying Tallahassee, you raise your hand and go, oh, "Tallahassee." Oh, I knew it too. Tallahassee. Yeah, I'll say six hundred. I was gonna say six hundred too. And he's like, "Well, yeah, well, we weren't calling on you yet." 
Yeah, there yeah, is. You know what I tell you? know what I tell when I do a bit? I say, honestly, let's just, I just tell everybody. I say, everybody in here, let's make a pact right now. If the Lord blesses us and one day we find ourselves in this situation <laughs> and somebody 601 somebody, you fucking 602. You 602 that son of a bitch. You say it loud, you say it proud. And everybody here tonight will be bonded for life. We'll be like, that 602 is coming from the night that we oh. said it. Dude, I would, dude, that person would go down in, in prices right history. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other person has to make sure they don't 603 the no. 602 because they have to know the 602 had good intentions. Yes. And it's only, it, you, you pull the rug out from under the 602, the bravery of the 602 yeah. person. You basically just fucking put that knife through their back and that goes through the 601's chest. That's um, right. Which it is a power move. It's like if it's fucking, but. All right, so game but shows. But the 602 is doing it for a reason. The yes. 602 deserves a ticket tape parade. Yes, the 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 602 is the one that that stepped yeah. out of line, spoke up. Um, so Family Feud to me that might arguably be it. It it might go down because of the bloopers that are online from that show and the questions that they can still. Every game show, uh from the past that they've rebooted or whatever. Even I was trying to watch some match game the other night and I'm like, it's just too like Alc Baldwin when he's like, you know, hit like what's a something that your uh, significant other might say to say to you in the bet like even when the answers from first of all the celebrities are trying to be funny. So I'm right. already I'm I'm already like and they gotta be clean ABC funny. So I'm a little it's like, right. you know, hey like no one's being like you know I'll put it in your butt, Alec. Like they you know, it's right. just real like in the old days. Like <laughs> Hey, no, man. no, really. They, no, I, I swear to God, you don't know. You're talking my language right now. Like, I, I have nights where I'll do three, four hours of YouTube of just Price is Right bloopers. I just go hard in the paint. I, I go, love you. I just PDR posted a clip unlimited. on Instagram about a kid. About Did you see it? About some, it was just an amazing kid who I got. This kid got a putt in, and then he went crazy, and he, he, he fucking dry humped the car that he won. And then oh, he went yeah, <laughs> he jumped on the hood, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, so okay, so no, you, dude, you're I, I um uh, I have on my DVR. I have Family Feud. Oh. Keep until I delete unlimited episodes. Oh God, I got to go. Over, I have I have the Richard Dawson uh, Family Feud on DVD. I even watched the old ones. Shout out Ray Combs, rest in peace. Rest I think he's great. Peace. I think but he I'll was tell a you what, G. Listen to this. This week, wait, you froze up on oh, me. Am I here? this now you're here okay this week this two days ago two days ago this is very very relevant i got the call from family feud to do celebrity family feud shut the fuck god. up <laughs> oh my do. god with steve go harvey in january you're going in Jan where is it taped in la so i'll come visit <laughs> i we should do we should do a a, a a piggyback and we'll do a price is right together I I mean yeah, dude, and we'll oh my god, dude, is it? It's probably is it? I wonder where it's filmed. Do you know yet? Uh, I want to. I don't know exactly. That's fine. But I've oh. already I'm already have anxiety. Uh, I've dreamt about this call coming. I have dreamt about this day. You don't understand. I I <laughs> on family holidays. Yeah. I host Family Feud. We split my family in two. I love it. And I host Family Feud. I love it. On holidays in my own home. Oh my God! Wait, so this is wait, this is family or this is celebrity, with the with the guys? So no, so this is like celebrity for charity. So gotcha. I got to go on with the guys. Okay, great. Still, well, yeah. I mean, that's gonna be so fun, dude. Because, I mean, the answer. I mean, and dude, Steve Harvey. See, and this is what I was getting at. His questions and his looks 
Like, I mean, some of the bloopers I found on Family <laughs> Feud, you could, again, Steve Harvey's brilliant because his look alone sometimes and his pause does so much. He has perfected the dumbfounded look. And also the pause and he'll pace. I sometimes, I saw him do maybe a 25 to 30 second pace around both families yes, and then he made his way back. He's not afraid of the silent of the <laughs> Dude, he'll take time. his time. He's like, I know this is a 22 minute show, but we might <laughs> we might bump we might bump the second show and make this a 48 minute episode because I need to take my time on this guy's answer. And and I'm I'm all for oh, Steve yeah. Harvey's antics on Family Feud. I'm wow. all for them. Congrats, dude. So you've Thank gotten you. to do some really cool shit and and you know your uh what you've given to the world uh comedy wise is like you're you're not getting enough back uh in my opinion but it's happening with things like family feud so that's a good start um, Yes, the lord the lord gave me family feud <laughs> oh my god i gotta play fast money i'm gonna i'm afraid i'm gonna shit myself yeah you right got on, right on camera you got i mean and if you do dude i mean think of the look steve harvey will give to camera when you fucking just oh that's actually <laughs> should be my goal i should make sure <laughs> Like for you, specifically for you yeah. from this conversation, I should make sure I elicit, I evoke like a real like, <laughs> yeah, like one of those out of him. <laughs> there's nobody there, but there's somebody there and I see you. Hey guys, comedian Adam Ray here. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. I hope you're enjoying the episode and I hope you're doing okay. It's a crazy, crazy time right now. And if you're a little uneasy, I get that. And I've also got the answer. Koi CBD. Say it with me. Koi CBD. Feels good. And it does feel good because I use all their products. I've been fucking with the fellas at Koi CBD since my circumcision. And I'll tell you this much. They're the best in the game. Okay? Gummies, bath bombs, tinctures, joints, creams, oils. They got stuff for pets. Koi CBD has been giving the people what they need to feel better, to mellow out, to go to sleep right, to take away the aches and pains with the creams and oils, the bath bombs, make bathing just the best thing ever. You get a little a little radiation high from the from the bombs. I don't know what's in it, but fucking goodness and, and just all sorts of, it's amazing, okay? It feels like drugs and it's not because it's CBD. So if you want to get these amazing products, and I know you do because they got the Adam Ray stamp of approval, go to KoiCBD.com and put in the code ALN15 to get 15% off your first order. KoiCBD.com, the promo code ALN15, get 15% off your first order. Do it today and start living and feeling the right way. And now back to the episode. Dude, I'm telling you right now, I know every single blooper from the history of the show, but there's a there's a Steve Harvey blooper where he's like, name something with the word pork in it. And the girl's like, she's like, you pine. I just saw that one like three weeks ago, dude. He's like, what? Yeah, he goes, he goes, she goes, you pine. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, she said, you pine. <laughs> and then he's like, and he's like, I don't know if you're gonna be uh, right here, but you could be big on YouTube tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Oh, dude. I fucking love it. Yeah, that's amazing, dude. And there's uh, there's always so, and it always just pushes the appropriate envelope. Like, just gets filthy just enough, and people are on the spot because there is such an immediacy to your answer. Um, yeah. Now, how much? Speaking of game shows, Misery Index is going into season. So what what just came out? Season uh, two? Two is airing now, and I just shot three. Dude, what the fuck, man? I mean, so far, have you done a have you been a part of a show that hasn't done three seasons at least? <laughs> uh 
Uh, yes, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, talk about those. Talk I about had, the uh, failures. We had a sketch show on True called Joker's Wild in uh, 2014. And that was like six episodes and they just aired it once. And I thought it was like, I thought it was fun, man. But I think at the time, they just didn't want to jeopardize. Like people thought it was threatening the actual Jokers. Whoa. Like the fans like couldn't accept us in a different way yet. Whoa. And they were like, a lot of them were just like, they had really good ratings and everything. But they were just like, there's they, like the messaging was like, is Jokers canceled? Is this replacing Joker? And like the, the, the network got a little like spooked by that. And so like, so that was only one, but um, but yeah, we had good, we have a good luck with the with the misery index, and um, I feel fortunate enough to have, have been in New York when you were taping season one, and uh, remember that, and I came by the set, yes, and uh, yes. you and you were so you know kind to let me kick it in the green room and in your dressing room, and and uh, and it was just so, I mean, it was such a no brainer out of the gate. I think I must have seen. After just uh, when I first walked in and saw, you know, I think a couple uh, shows you guys taped, but within moments where you just get the show, which I think is key in a game show like that, you want to you want to get what it is uh, right out of the gate so that you're not having to think too much and you can just kick back and and go, okay, cool. I get what they're trying to do. I get the. uh, you know the each uh, you know pair has a, a regular civilian, and then with the clips and how it's all working, and uh, and it's just like it was the perfect parlay from taking advantage of you guys' uh, uh, chemistry and uh, and taking it, it like- to the you know finding another avenue to uh, to showcase you guys. I credit the guy. Um, I think it was Kevin Riley at TBS. Or Love couple, Kevin Riley. Michael Bloom. Yep. Um, and uh, and and the guys Ben and Dan Newmark that yep. created it, and then they they actually created it from a board game called Shit Happens, and they just came to us. And they were like, "Do you want to take a meeting and just play the board game, and like just play the game with us and just see if you like it?" So we're like, "All right." We we, we took a meeting, we played the game, and we were like legit cracking up. Like we were having so much fun in the meeting. We played like three games. It's amazing. And we just we finished playing the games. We were like. I mean, that was like fun as hell. And they were like, guys, that was more than we, that was so fun. They were just like, do you want to do the show? We're like, yep. <laughs> that was, it was that easy. Holy like shit. I can't, that was like a blessing. Like that came, like to have, to have something like that handed to you yeah, man. is the wildest thing in the world. Yeah. And it's, it's so cool because it's in a studio. It's in one location. We film a couple of like three a day. Like, as you know, we can't, because it's a game show. It's like you're playing with money. So there's like legalities. So we're not allowed to see anything, know anything. It's on the spot. It's just riffing. And we actually play the game. We're actually gambling, like helping these people win money. And then, so we just get there, play the game and leave. There's like no other work, which is like jokers is insane. So much because we have months of pre-pro and then writing the whole thing, coming up with all the ideas every single day is in a different location. Yeah, it's it's just like it's it takes it's just wild. It takes like weeks to make one episode, and we do three a day in this one. So like I've seen like it's like seeing the light. You know? uh, yeah, you home run and and TBS fucking you know just can't stop using it as. Uh, you know, as a Pornhub replacement, I mean, they're just fucking I mean, it's it's another it's also but it speaks to the, you know, the camaraderie of you and and the guys of like being able to just be plucked in a thing like that and have it. Uh, I mean, I'm sure the game where you guys played in the meeting was just so you were all looking at each other like I mean, for for them watching, they were like, I can't believe this is so amazing and funny. And you guys were just like doing what you do. Right. Like it wasn't like you were having to. Or do well, you try to yeah, heighten? Or do you try to heighten for the sake of the pitch in the meeting? Do you try to like? Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, you well, know, a little, a little bit like what well, we weren't pitching them, but we would just we were just like really into the game. Yeah, but it does, it doesn't take much. It's not like we were putting it on. Yeah, like we we hang out. We're real friends. Yes. We crack we crack up, you know. So it's like we just played the game and we just had a blast. And it just was like credit to them for giving us something that we could just literally just be ourselves in. And it took like no exactly what you said. There was no learning curve. It was just a nice nice fit. Speaking of Pornhub, yes. <laughs> I was waiting. You know what? I wanted you to be the one to segue us out of game shows into porn. No, but speaking of, Please. I have been re being sent recently oh, no. an advertisement that is coming up on Pornhub, with, and I'm the face of it. <laughs> for, what did for, you shoot? I guess it's for maybe, it might be for like, a, like either it's for a rectal, like some type of pill. Okay. But they, they took a freeze frame of me on the on Jokers when I play. I was in a lab coat and I was playing, I think in uh an optometrist or something. And they took that freeze frame and they using it as I'm the doctor recommending the pills in this ad. And I keep getting it from people. And I'm not sure whether they think it's hysterical or be concerned that they're using my, I mean, if you know who I am, you know that I'm not the doctor that's asking people <laughs> to take the pills. But if yeah. you don't know who I am, they're still using me to like sell these pills. Yeah, and there's gonna be a lot of people because look, I mean, there's just a lot of people in the world. And I think as as there's people still that are probably just seeing like men in black for the first time and being like, this Will Smith guy's gonna be, be huge. You <laughs> yeah, know? But like, like Pornhub is po like pornography hub. Sometimes I say porno I say the full name, I say pornography. I hub. like that. It's respectful. Like, it's like it's like when people say the New York Metropolitans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's the exact no, but, same thing. Also, yeah, like, the the people on Pornhub, like I'm sure they appreciate it too. It's like, hey man, like this is our this is our workplace, you know. Like, please say the whole thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen the ad myself because I don't go on Pornography Hub. I love that. But if I did, yeah. No, no. Uh, well, it's a destination. I'm waiting to be like someone on the street, be like, oh my god, can I get a picture with you? And I'll be like, sure. And you'll be like, you're the dude from Pornhub, dude. I tried those pills, man. They don't work, but I love you, dude. I love you. Thanks for pushing those. It actually fucking ruined my marriage, but dude, good to see you, man. Thanks for. Yeah. You know what blew my mind? There was like years ago, and I don't know if it's still true, but there was like, you know, there's all these over the counter nonsense pills that, like, oh, yeah. Bodegas or like, you know, 7 Elevens. Like yeah. 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 And uh, like, did you ever hear of Extends? A thousand percent. Bobby Lee tried to force me to take Extends uh, <laughs> when we were in uh, Fort Lauderdale and. We were at, the, I think, at the gift shop at the casino, and I had just, <laughs> I had just lost him like twenty grand because I was up in the room. I think, you know, I was featuring. I was just, you know, we wouldn't. He didn't drink, so we'd go out to eat, or if we were in a place with a casino like this at the Hard Rock, we'd go gamble. And he won, I think, like twenty grand on on slots, but didn't have his ID, so he needed me to quickly come over and sit down at the table and take. And Is I was crazy. And I was upstairs um, with a with a lady of the night and. Uh, and um, that uh, it was a, it was a blow up doll. But you were, up, uh, you, were was, up, was you upstairs with a vampire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, dude. The Hard Rock was crazy in two thousand eight. But uh, no, this. Uh, yeah, so I couldn't get down, and he was so furious. So then we ended up going to uh, to the gift shop. To you know, I don't know why that was just a fucking. How could he get furious at you? It was so much. You, you, you're not on call for his slot winnings. I mean, I, that's what I said. But you, you were know. both dealing with loose slots, right? So <laughs> <Yeah>. what? <laughs> we were both. Uh, yeah, we were both just trying to figure way, out our who lives. Who plays slots? Bobby Lee and uh, hey man, <laughs> a little Korean man. And so he, uh, 
Um, Baccarat is his game. It's yeah. supposed to be. <laughs> It should have been. No, really. Got, that's the Asian game. They dominate. I know, but he got sucked into these slots, man. And uh, and so we went over to the gift shop, and he was like, you owe me. And he's like, we're taking extends tonight. And I was like, I don't like where this is going. And he was like, no, you got to take it. He's like, go back to your room. And obviously, we're not going to hang out. <clears throat> he's like, but you got to take these. He's like, I've, I'm going to take them and probably just go back to the room and and just jerk off for a while and and get out my frustrations and then play video games. And I'm like, for sure. He's like, I'm not doing it by myself. I'm like, I'm not taking those. So what? what he, is this conversation? I'm not doing them by myself. Yeah. Let's do them and then go to separate rooms. Yeah, man. I mean, it's very... I don't know what extends it, but extends wasn't supposed to be a Viagra. It was, wasn't it? Was it supposed to be a Viagra? Oh yeah. It was supposed oh, to extend. It was oh, supposed I, to. Oh, I thought it was like extend and, and sensual. That's why I think we had the combo of words, Ex, you know, uh, Oh, I thought it was like like you have like I thought it was like touting itself as like it'll make you gr- bigger. Yeah, bigger. I think bigger and longer was the was the push. No, but no, but not just not just like like if you would take a Viagra. I thought it was like I thought they were like this is a magic pill that's gonna give you an extra whatever you need. Oh, so oh, so so like some Jack and the Beanstalk, like one little thing, and then all of a sudden two more inches the next morning. Well, it said it says extend. Right, extend the night. <laughs> oh, extend the night. There That's it what it was. Yeah, baby. They just wanted to give you that extend extra little push. The night. When you're when it's fucking third and eight, and you're on, you know, you're on the extend five yard line. Extend the night. Well, my point was, was that I thought it was insane that the national spokesperson for extends was Jimmy Johnson yeah. of the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, first of all, this guy is in a Super Bowl winning quarterback of, of America's franchise. I know, man. How much did they pay him oh, to tell sh- other people to extend their night? <laughs> Nothing, dude. He just is that generous, and he's like, "Hey, man, I care about the sexual no, you, escapades. You got to pay me, the modern man. If you yeah. want, if you want me to be like, I needed help extending the night, and now I'm here to tell you, <laughs> you're just like me. I'm just like you. You got to pay me. How much money, and that's a great question, Sal, how much money does it take to get you to admit publicly your sexual inadequacies? It's a great question. Let me just pour a glass of whiskey, and let's, <laughs> let's get into it. And let me just drink some cold brew that hopefully takes my high up a notch. <laughs> you know, I, uh, you know, it's quarantine, yeah. and uh, I've been dabbling. Yeah. As you know, we we have we've had a nice we've had a, a few night a fun nights together. Oh there was man! One time we got. Do you remember the Chappelle? Oh, like man. the SNL Chappelle? Was it Chappelle? No, it was Jay-Z? Chappelle Radio City, man. It was Chappelle and uh, the, oh, the uh, City, yeah. Kendrick Lamar at Radio City, and we went to the after party, and then another party, and then yeah, that was bonkers, man. I mean, it was, and then I think we got so high that night that the next <laughs> morning, I think I texted you. I go, I fucking was at this hotel I was staying at. And I wish I, I think I have a picture of the receipt somewhere. I signed my name on a receipt for coffee and I looked down and I had signed like, like Torben Maxwell. Like it was a completely different signature. And I, and the person looked at it, which made me then look at it too. And and they were like, that doesn't look like your signature. And I was like, oh, I thought I just wrote that. And they're like, this is what you wrote. I'm showing you what happened. And I was like, oh, I guess I just saw that moment differently. So and then I texted you. I was like, "Hey man, like it's, you, I'm gonna you have to take the a picture of it." Dude, yeah. Oh, that was such a fun night. And then how but, about how about after? Oh, go ahead. No, no, go, go. I was gonna say after Gotham when you had just gotten into your place, and uh, yes, and I, and I was like, "Hey, it's a little bit oh, of yes. a trek out here." But I was like, "Hey man, I don't know when I'm 
coming back and like it's only it was a time of night where it would have been a little you power moved it dude i yeah. give you credit to this day because it was like midnight and you're like f it i'm coming by yeah dude and it was a, and you know what there's a great hang to be had between midnight and 4 a.m i agree and it's like you just got to be willing to get there and if you can get there physically and uh you know just i used to do it. it used to be like that used to be like a no break like you could do it now i have to get there you're right yeah you gotta it's you've got there's got to be some day prep like you got to make sure that <laughs> you didn't do the spa. i gotta eat clean for a week i gotta do a little cardio <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. but, but dude, um, we, no, yeah. yeah we had a good time and you're i mean you just got all the fun stuff and uh i mean it was there's like stations at your at your spot so it was like <laughs> We were upstairs, then downstairs for some games, then over to the the kitchen for some snacks and some treats and some beverages. You actually have a, you got you're you're the kindest and the best dude, man. You got me, you've got me so many amazing gifts, like really good ones, man, like ones I love. Uh, but you sent me the the like that gumball and candy machine, like the old fashioned one. Oh yeah, is, it's at it's in my like foyer, my entryway. Wow, and I have a bowl of quarters on it. And every single person who comes in or out of my house on the way in and on the way out, they always hit it up. And every time they do, I go, shout out Adam Ray. Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? They Dude, that, because guess what, man? I've given some gifts, not like that, because it's like, I think I assess the person, I assess the pad. Once I was there, I was like, it's not like I walked out and was like, you know, immediately thought, yeah, cool fucking house, doesn't have a gumball machine, you know, but uh, <laughs> let me fix that. But you, no, I, this is how good you are. No, this is how good you are. You, no, this is how, all right, I'll say it again. This is how good you are. You got me a foosball table. Yeah. And, and you, and you told me, and I was like, holy shit. First of all, that's insanely generous. I mean, and you, I think been, it was like a housewarming kind. gift. Yeah. That is a housewarming gift. Yeah, it's a big deal. It is. And then I was like, I, I realized I didn't have a place for it. Yeah. Like I had filled every little spot up. And then I told you that, and I think you had to actually get it refunded. Yeah. And then you went and got that refunded, and then you went the extra mile. and Drank a lot that machine. night. When you fucking, when a friend goes, take the foos back, you're just like, and sip, <laughs> sip, 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 sip. Dude, to this day, I feel bad about that. <laughs> no way. But you know what? Good on you for even announcing, like, and telling me that you didn't have room. Because the worst thing you could have done is take it I anyway. I, I go over. It. It's like next to your bed. And you're just like, I'm like, and you're like, no, trust me, it's, it fits. And I'm like, yeah, it doesn't look good there. And you're like, no, nah, it's a great <laughs> gift. You know? No, it's, it's, it's perfect in the walk-in closet. It's perfect there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like your own foos room. <laughs> it's your own foos room. So you, yeah. you actually sent me the funniest goddamn gift as well. Another gift you sent. It's like we just send gifts across the coast. I know, man. That's the move. Um, you got me this, the, the big, the handmade wooden sign. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, man. Yeah, Ve love I mean, a good, love a good. Yeah, yeah. I want to get it wrong. Well, you're you're uh, well, a love a good. Um, what was towards uh, towards um, your love uh, a good, love a good, love a good Sal, love a good, love a good, love a good Sal tweet sign. I think it was. It yeah, is. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was because you're big on those. You know, you'll post views of your hotel room when you're on the road and and it'll be like love a good winter view or or like love a good i mean yeah. give you a better example of the things they're always very specific and very funny the hotel rooms i noticed after like a year that i was like why am i always looking at like an exhaust pipe yeah <laughs> never a view yeah. And, and, and to this day like i'm traveling for a decade and it's just 
So I just put up my view of every time. It's the first thing I do. I go and I'd say 90, 90%, if not 99% of my views are shit. They're real views. But the other thing I do is just simple. I was like, you know, I'm going to keep aligned to Twitter, but I, I, I wanted to stop using social media. So I just real simple. Anytime I see something that really gets me, I just say I love a good like I love a good falsetto. I love a good freshly paved driveway. Oh, I love a good dude. I've I've said it in my head so many times after like like I was on a flight once and I had a tuna sandwich and already I'm like not a very well respected guy on this plane. And sure. uh, I'm in the middle seat. There's a gal in front of me. We're getting ready to take off. We just got notified we're going to be on the tarmac a little bit longer. And so I take the sandwich out. Get tuna. I brought yeah. two, by the way, two tunas. I because I was starving. <laughs> it was a six hour flight. I'm like, there's a good chance I'm going to slam both these. And right. uh, I take the first one out. And look, it's from a really cool deli that is really good. It's not super pungent, potent tuna. It's just yeah. regular tuna smells out tuna smells. And I'm still clearly not over it, but this bitch turns around, and I say bitch <laughs> in the kindest of of uh, terms. Like she, I you know I say bitch for guys and gals. Let me just right. preface As that because if As you're being a bitch, and this is what a, a bitch does, it, they they tattle. They bitch. Uh, t- uh, they bitch. People sure. that when they come up to you if you're on the phone, you know, in the cardio room at a gym where your parents work out, that it's you know for everyone, but a lot of older older folks work out there. If you're on your phone for a minute and they have their headphones in, they still come over and they're like, you're not supposed to be on your phone in the cardio room, and you're like, you had your headphones on, Gramps, you know. So like that to me is a bitch move. That's a tattle. You're an adult tattletale. So this woman turns around and she looks at me with the sandwich and she just goes, "Are you serious?" And I go, "Huh?" And she goes. You really going to eat that right now? And I was like, yeah. And I've got a second one in the bag below me. Probably going to follow that up after this one. Like, just not. I'm already hangry. I'm not having you, I your dude. Sing, I would have been singing like a tuna song. <laughs> oh, so this? Like, I, <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. So then she calls stick over. Stick your hand through the two seats and, like, offer her something. Dude, she literally was like, she turned. She was in the window of the, of the aisle in front of me. So she turns around, and her eyes are just peering through that crack. And I'm in the middle seat behind her. And she's like, you serious? I'm like, yeah. So she just keeps doing the turn back. I'm acting like I don't see her. She calls over to the uh, flight attendant. He comes over. I see her with my headphones on being like, pointing to me. And then the guy, now I see him being like, motioning me. So I go, yeah? And he's like, and and he just takes a beat where he realizes like, he can't tell an adult man who paid a plane ticket not to have a not to have sustenance. A thousand percent. And he yeah. he thought about that right when she asked. So he just goes, um, and then he, just, <laughs> and then he cracks a smile, and I go, I go, what? <laughs> I go, what do you need, man? And he just goes, <laughs> he goes, are you done with the sandwich? <laughs> I go, I go, just getting started. <laughs> And then he just goes, all right. And he looks back at the woman. He goes, he's just he's just getting started. He's just he's got. He go, he got I think he's. I think it's the only one. I go. We got backup. He's like, there's two sandwiches. <laughs> you know. And this woman, so furious. And so in my head, I'm just like, I love a good tuna uh, fight flight. You know. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. The, tuna, the, the, the sign that you got me, I will admit, is not up. For when you come visit me next time, but if I have plans. I have plans for yeah. It. As long as it's got a purpose and a place, no, you know. I I I don't. Have, I didn't have a purpose. I didn't have a place for it. That's fine. In my current setup, but offline, 
I'll tell you my fun part. I'm, I'm going to be doing like hopefully doing a podcast studio. So it's going right in. There. I was going to say, and great segue, uh, you have now two podcasts. And I think, look, there. I don't think there's a bad time. Uh, just like there's not a wrong way to uh, to eat a Reese's. There's not a, a Reese's. There's not a bad time to start a podcast. Sarah Silverman just started one. Whitney started one about not even a year ago, I think. Um, Dax Shepard started. I mean, it's, you know, like there's. And I, I, I'm curious, though, because we when we were talking about it before you uh, launched these, you got uh, Taste Buds with Joe DeRosa, which Correct. to me might be the best title for a podcast that makes sense about what the show is I that I've DeRosa. ever heard. We were going back and forth. We had a list of like 100 names. And then he just one day was like, what about Taste Buds? And we looked at each other like, <gasps> oh, Sal. When I saw that was the title, I got so jealous that I didn't come up with it. And then, and I also go, I go, as soon as, well, you tell me, what came first? The show that that was going to be, a, a, like the theme of the show or the, the title? The, no, the full concept of the show okay. came before the title. And tell people what it is. So uh, we wanted to do something mindless, silly, and fun. So him and I are always, I mean, we're arguing over foods, but like with passion. I love it. Like, like you would think if you just heard the tone or, or you didn't know what we were saying. You would think we were having like, like literally, like, a, like, a, like, a, like a, like an emotional fight. <laughs> yeah, dude, and you're it's everything. <laughs> yeah, go we ahead. Just, we just, it just, ha- we would, we argue all the time, and none of us, like, neither of us shy away. We'll, we'll take two hours out of our day <laughs> to, to argue. You know, like, I, I don't even know what, like, to argue like apple pie versus you know peach pie. Yeah, is what we do. Well, you're, I mean, and, that is a brilliant gift of Gab to pull back so many layers for stuff like that. Even your fights about, I think it was Chips Ahoy versus Oreos. and Doritos versus combos. We do it all. McDonald's <laughs> Dude, the, versus Wendy's is coming out. The clip. <laughs> About to drop McDonald's versus Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, dude, even the combo fight, you were so, when I think Joe said, like, it's a, it's a, it's a pocket snack or something. It's something or, yeah. or something about it's, no it's one's. It's a road a, trip. It's a road he, trip. He, he, he only eats it on a road trip when he's down to his last dollar to just just so he just so he doesn't be, become famished, <laughs> dude. And then you, your face literally went like this. You were like smiling about being like, it's a great people love it. And then when he said something you didn't agree with, you literally were like, dude, no, combos, dude. When a bowl of com- shut the fuck up, Joe. When a bowl of combos, and then you like he made said, this point about he said if you put if you put combos out at a baptism, you're you're a trash person. I don't agree. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I I don't I also don't agree. I think a bowl of snacks out at any place where there wasn't an expected bowl of snacks Thank is a you. win, and a baptism is probably the ultimate. A funeral, you see a bowl of bugles. Guess where or, I don't want to be. Guess the number one place I don't want to be. A funeral a without a snack. Oh yeah, a funeral <laughs> or a baptism, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Guess guess what makes the baptism easier? Just a freaking combo. Man. Oh, you know dude, what I'm saying? It's all you got to do, and talk about your cheap, affordable way to up that baptisms uh you know that dude you might that might be what separates you in baptism weekly where they're starting to you know highlight who had the best baptism of the of the month how are you, you know? standing apart in the world of baptisms and what baptism are you doing? culture how are you setting yourself what apart? are you doing <laughs> yeah Correct. yeah i uh so- 
Dude, that's <laughs> such a great premise. It's easy. It's like it's like too. It's like we do them like at like 30, 40 minutes top. Oh, so yeah. it's a quick listen. Yeah, yeah. And at the top of the podcast, we put the poll out on Twitter. And then after arguing for about a half hour, we go to the polls, we declare a winner, we keep like a record, and yep. then we'll like we'll like read off some of the comments and stuff. <laughs> it's just easy fun. And you know, people get really invested in it because people have these arguments. So people have opinions and loyalties to brands and foods. They're nostalgic nostalgic for them. Yeah. Sorry, that's the whiskey. Yeah. Um <laughs> there is, dude. There's yeah. even a uh I mean, I, I, you're gonna have to break down <laughs> probably ice creams at some point, right? I mean I, there's so many, but like, are you just going to go dryers versus, um, I almost said band, that's a deodorant, but are you going to go right guard versus band in the deodorant? Like, are you going to sh somehow no, we, segue? Yeah, we do figure that we will exhaust food at some point yeah. and then move on to other topics and maybe like, you know, then just mix it up like with anything and everything eventually. That's amazing. And you guys have such a, uh, long, uh, history friendship wise, which I didn't, yeah. uh, yeah. Yeah. DeRosa and I uh, have one and then I do another. So like we, we started two podcasts yep. and we just throw them up. Um, you know, you can get them wherever you get podcasts, but we also throw the video in full up on YouTube. Way so we more started fun. this channel yep. called uh, No Presh. Yep. I love it. So, and the other one is you and Chris Stefano, and it's yeah. called Hey Babe. And another guy yes. you just have, you know, I don't know if you, you're, you're an anomaly in this way, Sal. Like you have, like, I feel like, you know, like, you know, I'm like, man, Sal is one of my best buds. Like, we got a great report. Like, it it's always fun. Funny. And then I see how many people you have that <laughs> with. And I go, <laughs> I think a lot of people feel that way. But then when I, and then when, and then when I see, like, you're just so personable. And I think you probably do have people that just when they're, you know, whether they live close to you, they're around you more. But you're so good. And I think it's also like, if you and I didn't have so many similar sensibilities in so many areas both like you know have a good heart in a lot of places have talked enough real shit like you have to have that yeah. i think when you're making a, a friend in your 30s right you got I, to uh i can't agree more and yeah. i'm in my my 40s <laughs> yeah well fucking what are you doing with your skin because you look great <laughs> <laughs> no, but I agree, man. It just, you know, you you got kind of like-minded people and you just kind of bond, man. And um, I don't, I wouldn't hang around every, anyone I thought was like, you know, kind of like not genuine or not a good person. So it's just a testament to my friends that yeah. I, they're all like that. Like I keep, I, I'm really proud of the circle of people that I keep around. It's important. It's really important. It is. And Chrissy D was opening for you on your uh, theater tour, right? Before things shut down. Yeah, me and Chris, like we've been, we've been friends for years as well. And then like in the last like two years, uh, he would tour with me. And so here we are, you know, you know, like just like, like we're just spending out, like weekends together and we're just crying laughing. So and great. we're like, we should just do a podcast. So initially we were going to do it with me, him and Tim Dillon. Whoa. But then Tim, who's another character, when he moved out, we couldn't get it together. And me and Chris are like, we live right near each other. Let's just do it together and just yeah. call it a day and get it over with. So we do it. And that's one just open like this one. It's just kind of just talking. But uh, we have a lot of the same sensibilities and stuff. And we joke around the same. So I think it's a good fit. We, we have fun doing it. So that's like the, what's so we just look forward to doing it. So that's really that's it's just been fun. Yeah. Do you think so. you'll ever pull in, uh, you know, do you think you'll ever get a Paul Abdul Colin? Like, are you going to have you know, guests pop in or you're just going to keep it just you guys? No, I think we will have guests. I mean, we'll, you know, it's, it's mostly us. We just want to get it established first. So <clears throat> as of right now, I don't know when this will be released, but is it like uh, March 15th, 20, the vaccine comes out. <laughs> in... <laughs> no, this but... is uh maybe, maybe two weeks. 
Okay, so so we've only we've only just begun. So oh. um, I think we're only like three episodes in for nice. both podcasts. Yeah. And Taste Buds comes out on Mondays at eleven, and Hey Babe Thursdays at eleven. We're in three three podcasts in, but we have we have we have so much idea. We're very enthusiastic right now. We're trying to come out swinging. That's the best place to uh, to be is to be enthusiastic, especially with anything new, and especially in a time. Although you've been so. I mean, fucking knock on wood, fortunate to be so busy during this time. I mean, from uh, from Misery Index to the pods getting going. Well, the um, dinner show. We, we started the yes, dinner show. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> t- tell me about the uh, about the dinner show. It was the beginning of the height of the quarantine back when, like April, and they were like, nothing's on television. Nothing. Everything's shut down. Is there any idea you guys have? And we were like, well, we'll do like um. We were like, do we want to do something? And at that point, it was like, everything was very like, we didn't know what was going on in the world yet. So we didn't like be like, want to like, do we put out a new show? Do we not? And then little by little, you started seeing it on TV. You saw commercials with masks and people accepting like where we were at. And we're like, well, why don't we do something that we don't have to like really kill ourselves to film and the production of it could be stripped down. So we told them, we'll do a podcast live on TV. Like who's doing that? Like, let's just do it. Let's do it. And we'll do it live. And um, and that was the original idea. And then they were like, we, we we want you guys to just riff. You don't have to write anything. You have to prep. Like, you can do what you want, but we need structure. Yep. And so we were like, well, it's going to be on, like, you know, at night. Like, yep. why don't we just have dinner together? Invite everyone to have dinner. It was just it just clicked. I was just like, one of us each week will host. We'll pick the meal and the recipe. We'll pick the, the dinner guest. And we'll do the podcast, like, wrapping that. So it's basically a podcast, which has been just fucking awesome and yeah. we, I, I set up a camera in my house and we film it just live from our house so that show wouldn't have have existed if not for the state we were in but people responded to it so well that we're hoping to just continue it as a show even when we come out of this i mean again it's so. another you know it's it's a, it's so good that you guys established you guys with a show that's so unique so that now when you're putting you guys in more you know contained hangout environments which yeah. which which is still what the show is providing. Like when you yeah. guys are back there, three people watching one guy um, doing a stunt. Like it's, but it's it's just a little. There's just more variables. But y- like just you, just you guys. You're specifically right. Yeah, we um, even pitched this that we're like you know how we like go on rants when we're behind the scenes and we put some of that in the show, but we have to contain it because we have to go to the actual bits yes well like what if that like you just got more of that you yeah know? and they, they were like yeah we get that hey guys adam ray here for the about last night podcast hope you're enjoying this episode obviously it's a very difficult time for everyone right now we're all uh challenged in finding a day-to-day routine that uh that makes our lives uh consistent and awesome and if there's something that's interfering with your happiness right now or preventing you from achieving your goals better help online counseling is there for you uh, BetterHelp is a professional counseling service online, private, and it's so convenient. Um, I've used it for a little bit now. It's truly the only way uh, that I've found uh, to help get uh, my own issues dealt with on my own time uh, at my own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions plus chat and text with your licensed professional counselor right now. They're specialized in depression, anger, stress, anxiety, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief or relationships, uh, sleeping, which I have a lot of uh, trouble with, trauma, self-esteem, anything that you share with them is confidential. 
And guess what? If you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, at any time, you can request a new one for no additional charge. There's 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states, available worldwide. And again, there's four ways to communicate with them. Text, chat, phone, and video. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's available on any desktop, mobile web, Android, and iOS apps. Schedule a video or phone session, generally weekly, unless your therapist schedules more. Uh, unless you just are really not sleeping and need to get some uh, some some additional chats in. Uh, there's broad expertise in the network, which may not uh, which may not be locally available in many areas. Financial aid is available for those who qualify. It's secure. It's convenient. It's professional. And above all, it's affordable, all right? It's truly the most affordable option I've found. So right now, all ALN listeners are going to get 10% off your first month with a discount code about last night. So why not get started today and start making some changes for the better in your life? You deserve it. So go to betterhelp.com slash about last night. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor that you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash about last night. Betterhelp.com slash about last night and get 10% off your first month with promo code about last night. And now back to the episode. I want to show you... uh by the way, I couldn't have said that more like a DJ from 1996. Who I thought it was like Telly Savalas. <laughs> Cedric Savalos? T- Telly Savalas. Who's who's that? Well, that's why you're 30. How old are you? 34? I love you. 38. Okay. Well, Telly Savalas was an actor who played Kojak. He was bald. He, had, he always sucked on lollipops. Yep. Now I got it. It's a little bit of an old reference, but that's really where I... That's really only all I got. I'm great with faces, terrible with names. Like, here, let's play a little game. I'll try to describe the person. You guess who they are. Ready? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Um, this is great. All right. Uh, uh, So, I guess this is basically just charades. (laughs) I thought I like how (laughs) Or fucking... No, I say this all the time. I don't understand (laughs) how people describe people to police sketch artists. I don't understand it. Mm. All right. I could tell you they're tall or short. They're white, they're black, they're Spanish, they're Asian, they have blonde hair. That's it. It's like, the guess The fact who? that these people are giving detail yeah. where they're sketching out a person that's walking around blows my balls off. I know. Well, here we go. Let's see how well you do. It, let's, let's this do is it. your audition to be a police sketch artist. Ready? Remember, it's only going to be physical features, you're saying, right? Physical features, yeah. Below the Make waist. believe I'm a sketch artist. What's that? <laughs> What's Make believe I'm a police sketch artist, but who you're describing to me is a public figure. Okay, great. So okay. and I'll try to see if I can base it on a real thing they've done that got public attention and could have been uh, considered maybe, you know, uh, outlandish well, if you say behavior. red leather suit, I'm going to say Eddie Murphy delirious. Right. But that's not going to help if I was a police sketch artist. But if I, people but aren't going to. But if I say uh, BFTs, big fake titties, what do you, who are you going to what's what, you know, that could be Kim K. That could be Dolly. Dolly P. OK. OK. So okay. here we go. So this guy, uh, so this guy, first of all, we found him uh, face down, blackout drunk, eating a cheeseburger on his floor. Um, this guy's got Chris Farley, curly. No, no, no. Oh, this guy's still alive, by the way. He's he got out, okay. but the this guy is um, <laughs> this guy has curly brown hair, um, clean shaven, pretty chiseled jaw. Um, you know his shirt. Was open. Timothy Chalamet? Close, very close. I don't even know who that. I honestly don't even know who that is. But I, I saw an article. I know he's, I know he's like insanely a list yeah. celebrity. But I don't know. I can't place him. He's like but one I of those. Saw him. Yeah, he's, he's got like, a mop top though. Totally. Yeah, he's like one of those pretty boys that almost you're like. Are is he, he young? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Real like you know, real just. Um, I was gonna say John C. Riley until you said chiseled. 
<laughs> not nothing against you, John C. Riley. Yeah. I also, I'm not chiseled. Yeah, he. Uh, this guy has a had a had a kid that was videotaping him, and nah, he, I, 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 oh, that, that should be inadmissible. Oh yeah, you're right. If I was on the street, you're right. You're right. Okay, so this guy, uh, curly brown hair, um, uh, clean shaven, uh, pretty chiseled face, uh, big build, about six five. I'm gonna say six five. Pretty big, nice build. Um, curly. Really biceps and triceps are about where they should be for six five in your uh I'm gonna say mid fifties. Uh but back Vince in, Vaughn? Nope. Um look he's uh you know he he's enjoys he's on the beach a lot. So he's um David Hasselhoff We got him. But we again, him. again if a guy robbed me at knife point, you wouldn't be able to say to the police, <laughs> I I think he's on the beach a lot. <laughs> Fail. It's a fail on both of us. So you're saying that wouldn't help the, uh, <laughs> no. the sketch artist? I just kind of held up a, a guy. Seems like he's on the beach a lot. Write that down. Wait, and the sketch artist like adds a surfboard in his hand? <laughs> <laughs> so it's the first thing you say. So the first thing on the sheet is just a surfboard. Yeah. No body. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he, he draws a shirt, but then when he says the beach comment, he somehow changes it into a tank top. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh speaking of dude you gotta hit up news bloopers there's a few news bloopers where police sketches oh. where they put up like these ridiculous faces and oh. you cry laughing and then the people look like them so you're you're dude again man this is why we're kindred spirits dude news bloopers <laughs> are again one of my specialties i mean dude when i was in australia you know for five weeks i went down a lot of youtube rabbit holes and i said this joke you want to hear a real dumb joke that i now do we'll see if it stays yes. in the act i go I go, being by yourself for two weeks with your thoughts, not, I don't recommend. I was like, a lot of YouTube rabbit holes started off with a lot of, like, soldiers coming home early to surprise their kids, which those are, that's a lot. Like, that's, I'm just telling right. you, it's out of the bit. This, it's just, yeah. it's a lot. But then. You, you see the you see the lion that you trained 20 years ago? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then need to mix, bounce that out. So then just uh, put tons of porn. And then, uh, and then I, uh, and I was like, and I go, which was real weird for the Uber Eats guy, because you know, because because we were watching it on his phone, and uh, and uh, but uh, yeah, there we go, keeping it in. Uh, so, but there's this one bloop, <laughs> this is one news blooper I got to show you that I found that was just unbelievable because there's so many. Here it is, ready. For I bet you, I gotta know it. I Depot. Police responded to reports of a bomb threat at the store in Wichita. A customer alerted employees. A man inside the bathroom said there was a bomb in the building. Blowed up. Police were able to locate the man responsible for those comments, and <laughs> that man told police he warned other guests to leave fixin'. the restroom because he was quote uh, fixing to blow it up, but had no intention of it. causing. I knew it. I knew it. Man also told police others in the room laughed understanding his joke which i'm just not getting <laughs> um, depot says they will not be pressing charges but i can tell you right now you asked the producer for me to read that thing there. <laughs> it's so good it's so good oh dude listen to this guy <laughs> sounds like me dude shout out to wichita kansas for prov like that's that's the shit the best thing the best thing is watching people trying not to laugh when they're not so supposed to laugh oh, is the funniest thing because the, i i know i used to date a uh, a girl that was in the she um in the news world and she was in reno for a little bit ended up fucking the camera guy we broke up but um thanks for bringing it up but she uh but she uh yeah. Whoa. no it's fine i bring it up every so often unprovoked just to send people to my youtube channel to check out the music video that i did about it 
Um, wow. I wrote a song called Reno Cheater and then had my buddy animate it. And uh, we shot the music video and then animated. Uh, so it's half animation cutting back and forth. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's great. And it was it, was, it helped me get over it. Um, but, Wait, where can uh, we find that? Uh, YouTube. Just type in Adam Ray Reno Cheater. Real catchy song. Um, the guy saw it actually too, because I had a, a friend that ended up getting a job there, and he was like, "Yeah, that guy's still here." He said that, that video was hilarious. I'm like, "Of course he did. He fucking <laughs> like, yeah, he doesn't like lose." But um, so uh, but so that news world, I was always trying to get her to have like a cool catchphrase when she signed off, and uh, she was just so serious about it. And I was like, "Oh, this." And looking back, red flag, you know, because at least humor me, you know. Like right. I was like I think at one night I was you know pretty tipsy and I was just like you should be like you know skip it about boo like and that's you know skip it about boo <laughs> back to you like I just wanted to do something I was like set your again we're talking about earlier set yourself apart you know everyone, yes, everyone yes. always is like here's my name and here's where I was and now it's on and now back to you it's like dude back that's who's ever who's gonna come in and change the game you know yeah where's the flavor what's your combo moment. Yeah. <laughs> newscasters newscasters that are watching really there's got to be a couple it's a law of averages if there's one or two newscasters watching take this take it to heart yeah you man. know we're watching you every night we could use it we could use you setting yourself apart yeah or also just go out of your way to put those more of those stories in or make up stories the news is so saturated with so much negativity make, yeah. just i mean just how they easy. don't have leeway though, right? Like they'll get fired. If she was like skibbity boo bop back to you, they'd be like, <laughs> they would lose credibility. Oh, they'd be like either she had a stroke or she's uh, she's just you know she's planning her exit and she's slowly starting to do her own thing. So let's just get ahead of this and emergency and fire her workers are still searching through the wreckage. <laughs> skibbity boo bop back to you guys. <laughs> well, dude, some of their transitions. Michael McDonald, um, you know, from uh, Mad TV and tons of movies, he, oh, yeah. he, he was uh, telling me the other day that about when he was doing shows, I think in San Diego, and there was like these terrible wildfires and school shootings they were doing these stories on. And the guy was right when we were in the heat and it was getting ready to come out. And that's what they had him on for. So he was like, and these fires are at temperatures that are unsafe to be around for any family. They've already destroyed thousands of homes. Uh, hundreds of people have died and are looking for safety and shelter. So if you see anyone, bring them in because the fires are too hot for anyone to be nearby. And speaking of the heat, Michael McDonald is in a new <laughs> film starring Sandra Bullock, Melissa. McCarthy and hijinks will ensue Michael and he was just like uh. <laughs> I mean it's like who's writing that copy but yeah. I was on a, I was on a daytime show talk show and it's one where you're like you don't leave after you're done you stay on the panel oh yeah and um it was like you know it was like someone from Gilmore Girls and then and then us and then uh, Roy Choi the cook it was awesome and then the, the last segment they had a serious segment about cancer survivors which is uplifting but they were like you'll be on the couch for the whole show after you get on and they're just like you know when you do the cooking segment just be zany just make it fun energetic yeah. oh, it's yeah. okay if you mess up yeah. like, we just need moments and we're like alright and then like and then you know with the cancer segment just be yourself just do your little quips, you know, jump in, you know, if you have a little lighthearted thing or a joke, feel free. And I was like, I don't want to do that during the cancer segment. <laughs> yeah, can I hard like, pass, please? So I was like, yeah, no problem. And then I just, then they just like did the segment. And I just was like, <laughs> I didn't say a single word the entire time. I think in my head, I'm right. like, where would I put a quip here? <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no. Yeah. That is uh, yeah. They, I mean, so many of those shows, especially, and you do so much of that stuff. Like you're 
you're just you're there to be funny and and promote get people to watch what you're pushing so right. it's like you're always like I, I gotta but in certain moments you're like yeah there I can't just like power through to you know despite what's you got to still read the room which you yeah know, um but uh yeah you, you got games I got games so let's wrap this well, up got, yeah. let's wrap this up these games um by the way you couldn't have said that more like a guy who's getting ready to leave the party and the guy who's who, who, I don't know what to be no, I, no. Got, I got I got something no. I, I have something in 34 minutes <laughs> okay so good you got me. well you know what you're doing you're you're being you're being an attentive guest and a and a sweet guy because you're like I know that you put some effort into these games and I don't want you to run up against the shot clock and here we are with four and a half minutes left to do five games which I won't let it happen let's do it let's see what we can do sounds like a lot all right are we uh we locked and loaded on the first one can you see they're gonna share a screen with you Sal okay I think I'm gonna okay. be able to see uh, it too and um, all these games are pretty uh pertinent to the uh the livings and stylings of Sal Volcano um, this first one is uh. Oh, here we go. Yep, this is a little behind-the-scenes action where you get to see live the makings of a uh, game being shared through Zoom. Here we go. And first one up. And any moment now, let me get the theme song for this. And... Yo, I love this song, dude. This is Black Box, everybody, everybody. Wow, I mean, dude, you—I mean, dude, if you got the job as the roller skating DJ at my son's bar mitzvah, <laughs> <laughs> do you want to know? This is a honest to God truth. Uh, Jay Okerson, you know Big Jay? Love Big Jay. He's like one of my best friends in the world. Every single time, every time he comes to my apartment, I'm talking like once every couple of weeks for the last like two years. I cue this song up as loud as it goes in my apartment on every speaker. And as soon as I swing the door open, I hit the button and it goes, damn it. Ow. And the whole song starts playing. Dude, I literally, I don't know why. <laughs> Dude, this is amazing. Literally before we start, I go, by the way, it's a good 50 seconds before you get any singing, which, so you gotta really be patient. And this song rewards you. It's like Vegas. You stay up late enough and you're gonna see some shit. <laughs> but see, here we go. I mean, that's, again, a minute and change in. But before we start recording, Sal, I go, you guys, I want this to be my new theme. I go, I don't know if I could, if Black Box is ever going to hit me up to be like, hey, man, you got to pay. But yeah. I love this song. It, uh, man, I said... oh, yeah, I know it. I love it. Dreamland. It's from the album Dreamland. Uh, all right. So the first uh, question, Sal. Um, yes. Now with two new podcasts, Hey Babe and Taste Buds, available everywhere you can get shows. Go watch them. Go listen to them. The watching is really fun because you guys, the, the, when you got animated personalities, you should be viewing that uh, on a big screen. So do that. But if, if you had more shows coming your way, uh, you know that were uh, offered up to you, I want to know which of these podcasts would you host with Ed O'Neill? Dads who fuck, <laughs> moms who cook, bros who mow, gay babies, and other stuff we don't talk about. <laughs> <laughs> or Saved by the Bell podcast, a full series review of the classic 90s sitcom Saved by the Bell. Oh, my God. Take First of all, time. Ed O'Neill, legend. Yeah. So, honestly, if he tapped me, I'd do A through E if he wanted. Mm. That being said, I'm first eliminating bros who mow, moms who cook. I think we have to have 
some type of knowledge here. I think E, I think you gave me a layup with E. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to tell you right now, I balk at E. I balk at E. I'm going to do D, gay babies and other stuff we don't talk about with that O'Neill. We don't. <laughs> to me, to me, if it was like the new podcast, gay babies and other stuff we don't talk about with Ed O'Neill and Sal Volcano, I'm clicking on that link. You can't, you'd have to remove my finger to make me not click on that link. <laughs> I mean, it's, the, we don't talk about it. And I think if Ed O'Neill and Sal Volcano are at the, are spearheading, finally, the things we don't talk about and start talking about them, people are going to listen. And This is what I'm saying. And if Ed O'Neill is watching, and I know that he is, Ed, <laughs> let's talk about gay baby. Let's talk about gay babies. Hey, no press, but. <laughs> That's your pitch. Uh, all right, cool. Imagine great. this manifest. This, can you imagine it manifested? Can I be honest? Crazier shit has happened. You know what I'm I saying? Know. I tagged The Rock on Instagram in a oh, Gwyneth Paltrow dude. vagina candle, and now we text. So anything. And now you are. And now you are. Can I? Say, all right, I won't say what you are. You can say who I am, but you can say I'm. A, I'm a part. Yeah. Now I'm on a show about his life. So and I have mm. Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina to thank. I know, and you know, so many of us do. <laughs> and I didn't mean that in a bad way. No, I in a, like, hey, I, honestly, she did that thing, and it affected a lot of people in a lot of good ways, uh, the likes of which we may never fully understand. Uh, well, we won't ever understand it, and I don't think it's for us, but it's for us to uh, appreciate, and that's what it is important to make that uh, uh, that uh, that statement though, because goop which is the name of her company, which provided these um, vagina-smelling candles. And then I think they I think they did butt, butt candles, butthole candles. Don't quote me on that. Stop. Maybe this is just where, maybe I just saw how quickly <laughs> the vagina one sold out and was like, well, what's next? How do you go, where do you go? You only, you don't, you know, you go. There's only one other real contender. Yeah, and nobody else, because if you're going with Paltrow too, and this is really pushing testing the limits of of celebrity and that's why i was immediately like impressed i was like look if i was as famous as gwyneth paltrow i'd be like how do i keep cashing in on me and you know how you do that you start smell smelling your scents and bottling them up whichever ones whichever regions of your body smells the best dude fucking how do we know robin thick doesn't have just the best armpit that money could that you you know what i'm saying like how do we know there's just not i know about it. i know because you're gonna get a candle with this right here soon and it's gonna be like very similar to similar to like a garnier fructis candle Ooh, dude don't sleep on garnier by the way or adrian grenier by the way great actor um <laughs> yeah. which is a lovely <laughs> sipping cocktail by the way how come that guy never got pitched any sort of garnier fructis was it because they were like, everyone kept being like, dude, Garnier, you see that new Garnier at? Or like, we got to get Grenier for Garnier. Like, it Grenier. sounds. And he had the mane. He had a wonderful mane. He did. He would have been perfect for. You, a... you, you have great hair, too. You have wonderful hair. Hair's doing okay. I got to thank my mom and my grandpa and my dad for that. Luxurious. You have a luxurious, thick mane. It's, you know, it's, it's, uh, I appreciate that. I, I want it. I want to have the confidence to get it to as long as to where yours is, uh, currently. Uh, but every time it just goes through a Jewy fro stage and I get insecure <laughs> and I cut it. Let's go to our next question. Uh, so I'm loving this, by the way. I'm having a blast. This is great. This is great. Great. <laughs> great. And uh, our next our next uh, question, Sal, is, uh, look, you've traveled the world. We all have uh, seen 
graphics. <laughs> yeah. There's you uh, on stage spinning Globetrotter style a globe. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you have truly been everywhere um, for uh, with, with the Joker's tour, which is yeah. just bonkers. And before we get into this, do you have a favorite spot? Uh, and I want a two-part question this. Favorite spot that you've performed at with the guys truly has been uh, more places than, than you can probably imagine that you've been to. And then, uh, two-part, a place that you didn't expect to be as great. Like the O Arena I know you guys did in London, which is where Michael Jackson was supposed to do a fucking 50-show run of shows. You guys did that, which is insane. So was that as, yeah. like, as advertised, or was that like overwhelmingly exceptional? Uh, I, the O2, yeah. It, um, every one of those experiences is surreal, and every single one of them is of the same kind of caliber. I mean... Yeah, there'll be hotter shows and audiences than other shows, but you walk out, it doesn't get old, dude. I don't even understand, like, how I arrived here in life. But, dude, the, the I mean, I, you know, I, I, London holds a special place in my heart. Manchester, Newcastle, Leeds, uh, everything. I mean, Dublin. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just, we've we've done that UK tour. Uh, but even, even here, like the States, like, you know, like, we love, we're loving Nashville and Austin and, people just come out ohio comes out for us it, it's it's you know i i don't i don't i i miss the road i do and i don't miss the road you must yeah. you feel the same yeah a thousand percent a thousand you know i think like, i we would never have this unprecedented downtime to just be like home like i couldn't imagine it you know we're in like this rat race and you got to hustle yeah you're a comic and you take every every single opportunity and you go out but if we're looking for a silver lining with not being able to travel like this it's like if we could all collectively call a timeout, like I never want to call a timeout when everybody else is still hustling. Cause I, then I feel like a piece of shit, yep. but if everybody's got to take a timeout, I will sit here and I will stay in my pajamas and do it. <laughs> but I do miss, I do miss connecting with those people on those types of stages, man. And just going into town. It's always exciting. It's always yeah. unbelievable. It yeah. is. Well, we'll get back to it. But um, for the sake of this question, which of these places do you think, uh, would have the worst crowds if you were to perform there. <laughs> um, and we'll get these. Uh... Great. A hostel in Germany, uh, a bee farm, a, a Nordstrom bar. You know, sometimes Nordstrom's <laughs> will have like little, you know, Nordstrom will sometimes like try to go out of their I way know. to spruce things up. They're like, hey, oh, yeah. saw you got but those I, slacks. Got time for a gin and tonic? I like that they're trying, though, yes. Me too. Oh, dude, game recognizes game. Uh, D, yes. Facebook, but only in a small break room with just Zuckerberg and the Napster guy? <laughs> or so, uh, Celebrity Rehab? Oh, Lord. Yeah, these are good ones. I mean, the hostel in Germany is probably unbearable. Uh, it's just backpacking smell, like people that don't like... But my friends who, who've backpacked and stayed in the hostels, they're the type of people that are just okay with like a weekly shower. Yep. Oh yeah. That's, and that's um, too, that's look, you got to shower at least three times a week, I think. And that's yeah, asking I, like, that's bare men. I, I just think for your, you know, for the I, sake of others more so than yourself, really. I know. And in, in, in the summer, I'm sometimes I'm a twice a day guy. I like to do it, wow. you know, like when I get up and then I like to do it before I go to bed, which feels like it's unnecessary because you think the shower right before you go to bed will carry you through to the morning. It's not. 
But it it's doesn't. not because you really jack yourself up tossing and turning. And oh. if you're getting a nice full eight hours sleep, you're going to want to hit that shower again in the morning. So there's times where I'm doing 14 showers a week. So these two, three shower a week, these one shower a week hostels, that's going to be tough. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Okay. But I think doing a show for celebrities might be the actual worst. I'm going to go E there. You're going to go because E, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think we're talking. Celebrities in general are pretty unbearable. And then celebrities that have to get their shit together, they don't want to hear my jokes about Family Feud. They just don't. <laughs> you don't think Lindsay Lohan, uh, who I <laughs> wants to hear, uh, by the way, and I only throw shade at Lohan because I bought a $200 cameo from her congratulating me on 100,000 Instagram followers. And I played it on the Adam Carolla show last week. I, I'd play it here, but I, I don't know. How quick I, I can love find to it. Hear. Did she did she not commit? Did she not give you your money's worth? Look, dude, did I paid for cameo for two hundred bucks. I paid for Lindsay, donating it to charity. I paid for Lindsay Lohan to um Lindsay Low uh, Low. Oh wait, I have it in my cameo. I paid for her to uh to to make fun of me, to fucking sh to shit on for me, sure. to to really just roast me up a storm, and she uh. She did not. Oh, could she not go there because she was being kind? Is that what it is? Yeah, the lighting was bad. It didn't even look like her. Um, here we go. Lindsay it's like Lohan. what I look like right now. I look like I'm coming to do a freaking space. No, thing. you look great. But this is like, I mean, we'll put this up. The lighting's bad. I, I, I had her say like, "Hey, man, like, who would watch your bullshit? Like, hundred k? Like, how much did you pay these losers to follow? Like, it was a real, I like, love it. like you dumb Jew. Like, it, it was real. <laughs> you know, it was. It Let got, me ask you this. Yeah. In the cameo business model, are you allowed to say, "Hey, I have I take umbrage with this thing and get some money back," or is it like oh, buyer is, beware? I think it's buyer beware. I think it's like, "Hey, man, you can," because even Detlef Shrimp, Seattle Sonic, uh, great. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I bought one for my buddy to wish of him a course. happy birthday, and Detlef, with a thick German accent, messages me. I heard it in a thick German accent. He was like, "Hey, man, there's a lot going on here. Do you really want me to say all of this?" And I was like. <laughs> Because <laughs> I had him like address my buddy as Victor, his dad's son. So he's like, "You want me to say happy birthday, Victor, son?" But it's for your friend, right? I'm like, "That dude, don't worry about the comedy on this one. It's all coming through. Like, just honestly, fucking, I, I'm throwing you the ball. All you gotta do dad. is dunk it, baby." <laughs> I like you going. Dad. Yeah. So, um, so well, Lindsay, this is what she does. Ready? I, yeah. I mean, no energy. She, yes, she. But she also took exactly what you wanted, and took through a, a shit series of of misguided intentions, yeah. she gave you the polar opposite of what you were hoping for. Oh, the big time opposite, dude. That's welcome back to big time opposite, starring Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, I got parent trapped on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where it was she freaky frightened you, dude. I didn't. Well, dude, I would have loved freaky. Herbie, Fr Herbie went bananas. <laughs> I would have loved Freaky Friday, Lindsay. I got fucking hungover Sunday. Like this is. <laughs> we. I was hoping I was gonna get a laugh. She, that was. She, <laughs> <laughs> she probably doesn't want. I get it. Like she's like, I'm like, hyper, I can't be shitting on people. I'm pretty high profile. But I'm surprised she's even on cameo, dude. The shitting she did on these strangers that were working at her beach club in fucking Bermuda. Like you can't do one. 
like, what is that going to do? You think I'm going to post that? And then people are going to be like, what a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I don't it's, know. It's widely known on Cameo that they're, they're saying kind of what, where you guide them. So it's not like she would take the brunt of it. I didn't ask her to say the N-word or say, like, you're never, I bet whoever you marry is going to be a cunt. You know, like, I didn't, you know, it was really just jokey stuff. But you know what? That's, hey. Who's going to be the first celebrity Cameo to, to, to say the N-word? Well, this is, I mean, hey, man, I, you don't think I'm trying? Like, I have spent hundreds of dollars <laughs> trying to get birthday wishes that push the envelope. Uh, all right, let's go to our next question. we got to wrap this up. Sal, uh, which of these, I know you're a big TV guy like me, all right? We love we love our, our shows. We're nostalgic about our shows. Uh, Jaleel White, a uh, dear friend of mine, um, uh, also a fan. Really? That's of, amazing. A, a dear friend, also a fan of you guys. So we'll connect those dots when wow. time permits. Oh yeah. Um, which of these, Sal? And I don't know how big of a Family Matters fan you are. I'm sure you know Urkel enough enough to to know that he had quite a few catchphrases that took him from uh, from you know child actor to uh, to teen heartthrob. Which of these was not a Steve Urkel catchphrase? Did I do that? No, I didn't fucking think so. How could I? Well, I just landed an hour ago. Fuck. Got any cheese? Of course you don't. You're unemployed. Carl Winslow. Yeah, I know that fat fuck. His daughter won't put out. Oh, Laura. Uh, these suspenders always riding up my taint. Fuck it. Even MJ played with a bad hammy. So which of those was not a Steve... Urkel catchphrase. We'll put not, ten, we'll put ten, uh, we'll put ten seconds up on the clock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think not was probably my, the, the suspenders are going up my taint. Everything else seems just like like I've I've heard it. I know it has. Yeah, you've heard it. Everything else checks out. Uh, I'm gonna go yeah. through the first one was uh, actually season two, episode five. Uh, the got any cheese? Of course, you're unemployed. That was him throwing shade at Waldo. Uh, Eddie Winslow's best friend, who was kind of a dum dum on the show. Yes, uh, he was, was the cockroach of Family Matters. A thousand percent. And uh, C, yeah, I mean that's when Stefan Urkel came into the picture and got a little bit too much swag and was like, yeah, fuck Carl Winslow and his fucking awesome. bitch ass daughter that won't fucking you know get on. Shout this. out to Reginald Vell Johnson, one of the best Vell Johnsons, and also just one of the best TV dads you could Agreed. ever wish for. Um, oh, and the last one, I guess we had one more. Uh, Oh, got a little jammed up there. I can't read it. It just says Mariah Carey. Oh, Mariah Carey naked. That's what I want to see before I die. So that's another option, I guess. But you already made your choice. I think, yeah, they're writing up the suspenders. That's He didn't say that. But <laughs> he, said, he said he wants to see Mariah Carey. Well, we all, we all we do. All we do. Why not? All right, and the last one, that. the last one, Sal. Um, which of the following, the Joker's Cruise. Oh, oh yeah. The, uh, the Joker's Cruise, which I unfortunately had to... Uh, pull out of last year which i still i know uh, we may never have one again now we'll see i know dude and i trust me it's a uh it's it, <laughs> it uh it fuck it's it's gonna be a regret it's i i ah, saw you but have to do what you have to do yeah but um but uh but you've you've been on boats uh for for uh for quite some time now and you've gotten another lay of the land on a cruise ship so I which cruise, of yeah. the following have you said on a impractical jokers cruise or have you heard being said on the cruise <laughs> I'm already laughing. I'm already laughing. Is the pizza bar still open? Should we break the gate? <laughs> Drink that, you pussy. Uh, maybe I'm yeah. either seasick or someone roofied me. <laughs> oh, I hope not. Yeah. Or um, do we have the other options? <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah, I mean, you can sing Bohemian Rhapsody during karaoke. I just don't think anyone thinks you can go that high. That's true. Um, which was not, which was on how do you say Or E, you, if I jumped overboard, do you think I could make it back? They'd make a movie about me. Denzel would play me. <laughs> Who cares if I'm white? <laughs> so these are things I you have, said or I heard. I do have Jaden Smith on both my thighs. Um, I, I know you do, and that's fucking amazing. I just rewatched that, uh that clip of you uh, pulling it out during the Misery Index episode, which is great. Yes. The ovation that got, I just was like, dude, the energy in that room, you could feel it through the tube, man, of people just, because you, you show it, and then seeing it live, it was like, ah! I do appreciate it, because yeah. I do have to live with that. Uh, <laughs> I definitely was trying to get, I probably threw down some pizza. It's, I think pizza. I think the one is, man, pizza sounds so good right now. I know, dude. I how, haven't had pizza in a little bit. How good does cruise ship pizza sound? Just twenty four hour. Just, just well, good. Just, just anything you want. Well, I know you. There's a pizza spot we went to after um, I went with you in New York uh, when uh, I think it was that that night or the night prior to your shows at the cellar, and then we went to a pizza spot that's your pizza spot. It's like you got Did your. We pictures. go to Joe's. Yes, we went, went to, to Joe's. Joe's. Yeah. Which Joe's you, Pizza, my favorite New York slice. Yeah, and it was, dude. I mean, I feel like I've tried a quite a few spots, but this was unbelievable. And uh, if one, one of my proudest moments was when they have a couple locations now, but it was when one of the locations put me on their wall. That's a big deal. It's one of, I wear that as a badge of honor. You should. I mean, pizza, man, it's the best pizza. It's cool that restaurants like those are the, you know, Pink's Hot Dogs out here in L.A. does that with the uh, there's a, a quite a few places, I think, on the uh, east and west coast that do that with with people that come in where they go. This guy fucking loves our shit. And you put it yeah. up. And it's cool, man, because the pictures I've never are... been to Pink's. I want to go so bad. Oh, when you come out for Family Feud, I'll take you. It's amazing. Okay, great. And I bet they'll get your picture. Dude, they got everybody on there. Kermit, from Kermit the Frog to Steve Barton to Eminem to Elton John to fucking- Kermit's on the wall? Wolfgang I want Puff. nothing to do with that fucking place. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, dude. Well- um, Dude, before I go, I just want to say another thing. Yeah. I just want to say that you're such a sweetheart. You're, you're such a dear friend. I just want to thank you publicly because I had an audition recently that I was like kind of nervous about because I still get nervous and uh you were so kind you made me uh I, I emailed you the script and then you got you had to get up super early the next morning and you were up late the night before and you had an appointment and you somehow found time in your early morning after a late night to run lines with me on the phone oh yeah uh because you are so good at what you do and I wanted your advice and you took that time out. It's something you would do for me a hundred times. I know that. But I just wanted to say, like, stuff like that sticks with me. I just love you. so You're just the best. Fuck yeah, man. Dude, so yeah. Any, anytime, I love you. And that, and you crushed it. And it was, by the way, like, it was, you know, little tips here. You already had so many comedic instincts that were locked and loaded. It was just, you know, when you're doing something new, you just need to talk it out and kind of get a, a reminder of, like, fucking got this right and so that's i was just serving as that um when you start you you cried a little bit uh, it was early for to hear a friend cry um <laughs> you were like just weeping being like i'm not gonna i'm gonna i'm keep trying out i keep wanting to do sylvester stallone but not like rocky sylvester like stopping my mom will shoot sylvester stallone and i just think that's not a, i think it's a strong choice but not the right one and i was like dude get it together it's 8 30 my time you know <laughs> you know it's funny i cry so much people might believe that <laughs> That was one of my questions, by the way. If I if I got fucking, uh, I, I just I, I wrote down some questions that were just gonna be non sequiturs. One was we could do like an eight part episode. I really. know, dude. I had questions about aliens and Bigfoot. I said the last thing you cried at. Do you still think farts are funny? What is the last thing you cried at, real quick? 
Uh, oh, God, I did a podcast. I'm going to stop you right there. Sal, when we come back in two months, we'll hear what you cry. <laughs> yes. No, I'm joking. Yeah, yeah. All right. I love you, dude. Thank you for doing the this. Best, brother. I love the you. Best. I'll talk to you soon, all right? Thanks for having okay. me. Okay. Bye, Sally. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.